0: it's been a minute right now I've been on a hiatus um for the past two weeks didn't record because you know when you're recording your like real life backstory you know you on un- you're you're unpacking this baggage right and so I was getting so emotional right I started thinking about certain things started getting in my head as they call it I was getting in my bag and then i was just like nah, nah 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 you gotta continue right so i'm listening to, i'm listening to voice messages emails i'm reading text messages dms and stuff and i was like oh shit my following is growing people are actually really interested in my life and it's not an interest as is some gossip you know loving hip-hop type of nonsense it's more so like this is a real true life story from this Arab girl who now is an Arab woman who is in this diverse and identity based you know lifestyle right and so like what she's been through what I've been through right it kind of like correlates right it relates to other women it relates to other people you know and so I'm just like all right you know what let me just go back jump back on the mic right so you know that's what we do that's well, technically it's what I do. I'm not known to just give up. So, and not that I'm saying that I'm giving up or nothing like that, but I'm just really like, let me get to the grind of things, right? Let me give y'all what I wanted you to hear. And so, episode eight, it's called the parenting. And when I say parenting, or when I'm titling this per se episode, I'm just saying like coming from an 18 year old young girl raising and having a baby girl so I'm getting smacked around in my you know in my face on my head because now I'm in an abusive relationship with the dad so the forbidden and I are just going at it right we we, we he hates me I can't stand him we, we, we we're growing apart I'm looking at him having this expectation of him being like my dad because in my head growing up my dad was a good guy you know he tried he provide he gave he did what he had to do so this dude this the forbidden is the total opposite of my father but then come to think of it they don't have any type of um resemblance or relevance amongst each other right so I got this little girl who one is interracial b she don't look like me and I don't look like her so of course you you know I'm triggered right because I'm like shit I'm growing up all this time wondering where do people who can I relate to who I look like who look like me who can who understands me who I understand and now I have a baby that is interracial that is half black looks black and i back to square one where I gotta sit here and try to identify with my child have my child identify with me and then it's versus the world where you know when you put us together you wouldn't even believe that we're parents like i'm her i mean i'm sorry i'm her parent or she's my child so when we're talking about the 90s i'm talking about the late 90s it's like this arab girl having a baby by a black man was like what the hell and then this visual imaginary daughter when i was pregnant is like oh she's gonna look like me she's gonna have my hair and she's gonna have my skin tone and she's she's my, my little princess is gonna be like me come to think of it she's total opposite of me Hair texture is different, body um, texture, skin texture, you know, like she was born gorgeous, of course, but she resembled what her dad, she resembled her family, her father's side of the family, not mine. And so I was stressed because it's like not only that I had to deal with that identity crisis and that relatability, now I have to basically teach my child how to relate to my culture and to my into and, and, and my world and also relate to her dad's world and, and 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 what's outside world and the school world and the educational world and the playground world and and that was a challenge for me because it was just like how do I now have my child fit into my life and me fit into my child's life so being a parent at that point was how I'm gonna feed her because I'm dead ass broke I'm on public assistance. I'm trying to get into school. I'm trying to get a job. Um, I had a little girl where I'm just, like, taking her from daycare to daycare. You know, the savior is helping me out with her so much. She doesn't know what's going on. You know, we both take pictures together, and it's like, oh, you babysit, Or, you know, is, is that your friend's baby? Like, no one ever wants to say, yeah, that's her child, right? And so my daughter at that time, she was too young to understand and, you know, too cute for me to even feel the whole time that I was raising her as a mother, I was more sad. I was more like, I couldn't give her the things that I see kids have today, right? I can't do things for her. Um, I'm a high school graduate who works as a waitress, who works as a clerk, um, who is hustling and trying to figure out what to do, who's getting beat down emotionally, physically, um, psychologically, financially by the forbidden. So it's kind of like, I had a baby for the forbidden, the forbidden is doing me dirty which very neglectful to our child and i had to take on the burden i had to be this big big you know the the mom i had to be dad i had to be figuring out when's, when's gonna our next meal gonna be and so on top of that i had to deal with the racial um comments and and, and the acceptance i had to deal with the interracial comments and an and acceptance you know it's it just was like is this what I was supposed to do? Because not only now I'm being abused at home, not only am I being abused from the public because, you know, words are abusive, right? And then I'm hustling and I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to do with this. And I'm raising this child and I'm like, there's nothing of me with her. Because I'm looking at it at that time from the front lens, right from the out- outside looking in. And I'm a child raising a child worrying about when am I gonna feed my kid or where am I gonna sleep at because if I leave the forbidden, me and my child is out on the street. So it's like it was this big balloon life. like I lived in a bubble and I didn't have any tools or any needle sharp edge to get out of that bubble. So parenting at age 19, 19 and 20 I, between between when my child was born up till she was 3 years old it was challenging because as my child kept growing my child's features kept changing and the more she kept getting older the more she started changing and as she was changing she was less of me and more of her dad and not that i had any resentment to the dad but it was just like as she started to notice and as she started getting older she would question me and say why you don't look like me why your hair is not like me why you know in school people think you know that's your babysitter or that's your nanny versus that's your mother because they couldn't put the two and two together and either my child was growing up fighting to say that's my mom yes that's my mom and I'm over here that's my kid or do you have birth certificate do you have any proof that that's your child I'm like excuse me like I'm her mom like I'm on the blue card like I'm the mom but needless to say in addition to that I'm parenting and I'm basically exposing my child to witness domestic violence and and witness poverty and i was resenting myself because it was like what else am i gonna do how i'm gonna have this child grow up and then as she started getting older and i'm still with the forbidden and i'm hustling and I'm, I'm when i say hustle i'm like working two three jobs i'm going to school at night i'm dragging my kid to college i'm i'm like going home 12 o'clock at night Like, I didn't have a moment to breathe. So 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, I'm working Monday through Sunday. I'm coming home at night. I'm running to two different, three different boroughs and picking up my kid and dropping her off and bringing her around. I didn't have a time to sit down and enjoy my kid, get to know my child, and actually learn or understand how parenting is. So me, at that age, considered being a mother actual job and you know my kid was being affected by it right she's growing up and she's going to school she's going to daycare she's going everywhere and she felt divided and somehow some way someone specific, specifically had said to her like in her school like oh why does your mom look white and you're black and at age six i'm sorry five she was like mom why you don't look like me Ah, oh, man when she had said that to me i would never forget that day i just sat on the couch and just looked at her and i was lost with words and i said to her you know it what do you mean we don't look alike we do look alike and she's like don't lie please mom don't don't lie because you don't look like me you're not brown like me you don't have my hair look at my hair look at your hair and you know my friend and 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 their parents said your mom that um that you're white you are white right mom and i was like no i'm not and at that moment i'm like what the fuck am i i'm brown i'm arab and so I'm like, boo, you are half Arab, you're half me and half dad. And, and and I'm just like, what do you say? And how do you say this? And what can you say? And you know, especially I wasn't even educated enough. And I'm I mean when I say educated enough education and academics i'm talking about education like guided and and counseled and taught and 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 mentored to understand how to explain certain things to little kids because when you say something like that to your child at that age your chart you are putting something in their head that they'll never never forget the rest of their life and so i was panicked i was like yo shit like what am i gonna say to my kid so i'm like boo you are half black you have a black girl's features but you are still you know half of me and you know and so genetically and scientifically you know your dad's genes were very dominant and they were stronger than my genes and so and she was looking at me like uh what the hell you talking about and i'm like okay look at the mirror." And I'm looking in the mirror and I just remember myself when, and, and, and in and, in and my podcast, episode three or episode four, where I'm like, little Arab girl, who, who I look like, who looks like me, who can understand me. And so now I'm like, shit, my kid is about to go through the same shit that I've been through. Oh, hell no. You know, like, I don't want her to repeat with the shit that I've been through. So I'm like, fuck. You know, like, talking to my friends and, and and my black friends are like, yo, 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 you know, boo, don't worry about that. You black like me. mommy's black too, but mommy's just the light version of being black. And my daughter, was adamant she was like nah is white mommy's a white girl people in school say mommy's a white girl my friends call my mommy a white girl and I'm like get the fuck out of here now my own kid had put me in a box a box that I never even identified with because I'm still looking to figure out where the hell do I fit in so at my early the 19 18 20 21 22 I still didn't fucking understand what the fucking who I fucking belong to what group, until I'm like get the fuck out of here so not only that it was just like, we. I always felt divided from my child. Because at school, we had to figure out how I can explain she my kid. Crazy shit, right? You meet people in the street, I gotta explain how she my kid. You meet Arabs and new Arabs and new family members, I gotta explain that her father's black. and the, Like, I, yo, I, I don't know if y'all can hear it in my voice. I was frustrated. I was annoyed. I wanted to just hide and just get away from people. Leave boroughs and leave communities because i was tired of constantly re-explaining and explaining and explaining where now in my adult life i'm like yo fuck you i ain't got nothing to tell you if you if, what you see you see what you get like i'm arab i'm brown my kids half black it is what it is like what but you know besides that asha kid getting older and she's watching tv or she's around school um age kids and she's she's identifying with community she's identifying being black she's accepting being black but then yet she was very resentful towards me because she didn't want her hair to be a certain way because she wanted her hair to be straight because mommy's hair is soft and straight. So I want my hair to be like my mom's hair, soft and straight. So I was like, all right, bet. I'm trying to get her hair done. I'm trying to get it permed. I'm trying to get it braided. I'm trying to do this. You know, my, my homegirls are trying to do things for me to help her. And she was just hating it and hating herself. So then she started talking about her skin. And I'm just like, how do I console my child who is an interracial child who resembles, who, ha- who doesn't fully identify with her own and her home? And Again, because of my lack of guidance at a young age, I couldn't give her those tools and explain to her and console her at that age, you know. Then, to add to that, she's watching her mom get beat up by a black man. So, in her head, she's thinking like, yo, F this. I'm not trying to look like my dad. I don't want to be like my dad. I don't want to have any features of my dad. Now, she's resenting, resenting, resenting. I'm resenting the dad. So, she sees all this anger and this drama and all of this has come into play where I'm only on survivor mode. I'm trying to get my kid to make sure that she's going to school. There's no ACS charges against me. My She has a bed to sleep in. You know, she's getting food. She's getting nutrition. And she's going to these little activities that I can afford. And I'm, all this time, I'm just like, yo, I, how the hell did I get my fucking self into this shit? I don't think I could be a parent. I don't know how to parent. I did not know how to parent. And you ask me now, man, people think I'm a pro shit I you you would think I'm a pro because being on fight or flight I'm always on survivor mode to this day I'm I mean now I'm chilling but from then to now I'm just like yo how the hell did I get through this so as I'm recording these podcasts and I'm reiterating my stories and I'm you know doing these audio books and I'm writing my book and I'm working my full-time job and everything and I'm just like yo how the fuck did I get through this shit how the hell did I make it this far what the fuck was I thinking and my, my my what I was thinking it was like shit you better handle your business you better find a resolution for every little problem you better have your fire extinguisher for every little fires that are popping up in front of you you better not you better walk on those hot coals you know and so you know parenting in episode 8 In addition to the experience, in addition to the domestic violence, in addition to poverty and being hungry and scrapping for money and and going to work, making minimum wage here, minimum wage there at such a young age, given the fact that I've been carrying this emotional and psychological trauma, now my kid is suffering quite and 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 close to or resembles what i've been through when i was her age and i'm like yo is this really rare like this cycle is just going to continue and continue so you know this episode i was just telling you like this is the introduction where i'm struggling with identity in itself and now i have a child who's also going to be experiencing this identity crisis in the early 2000s when she looks at me, she's like, "You don't look like me," you know. Now that you know, 20 years later, she still calls me white. Like she's still like, "My mother's white," and you're just like, "Bruh," like you can't put me in this box. And again, have I even taken myself out of that box, right? Or was I am I placed in that box and I kind of like just say, "Fuck it," I'm, I give in, so I'm gonna stay in this box. So it's like, no, I'm not white. You know, I'm not black, and I had a baby by a black man, and my daughter is half black. You know, in my eyes, she's my child, and I don't see color. I see her being a brown woman. I see her having beautiful hair, beautiful skin, and, you know, she does have qualities that she takes from both parents, but it doesn't take away from the fact that these issues that I was dealing with and she was dealing with at such a young age, my parenting at that age, you know, took a toll where I missed so much, you know, of being that parent. And it was a struggle for me then. And today, you know, I talk about it. I I laugh about it with her. We talk about certain things. But because I could not answer her questions at that age, she still holds on to those answers 20 years later. And I know she will carry on further and so parenting an interracial child that is going to be facing racial um or or, i'm sorry questioning about her race and, and, and 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 experiencing you know the racial torments that she will be experiencing ongoing it does affect her on based on how i explained her identity then and so when I say, you know, was I a bad parent? No, because she was my number one and everything that I needed to take care of was her and she was above and above myself. But I was beat down at a young age. You know, coming up and growing up, it was the psychological breakdowns that I was dealing with. And then experiencing in the experience, I discussed the poverty, the the domestic violence, the 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 emotional abuse, the negligence the inconsistencies and as I was as I was identifying them I had a little child on my hip and then walking and talking so you know it's 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 something right it's something and this you know episode just gives you a glimpse of what I identified the parenting as and what was I going through raising an interracial child at such a young age and her being so small. Um so this is part 2 of the parent thing and I want to thank my listeners um for always subscribing and passing the word and continue listening to me express my experiences and my emotions and I want to just genuinely say thank you and i can't wait to go on to the next subject but this is parenting set one Um, as you know 20 years later set two is going to come through in a season two so thank you for listening this is look up i'm here and this is sky thanks